0: Welcome back to Stream of Thought. This is episode number 189. And we start by discussing my shoe fiasco that I experienced in regards to ordering shoes. We also talk about my experience at Target and how I became quickly frustrated at the self checkout line. And then my snack attack. Uh oh. Not good.
1: And then we talk a little bit about ordering stuff online, my experience with ordering a shamrock shake for mcdonald's and the chaos that ensued from there and finally we wrap up with the conversation about my wedding ministry and all that is going around in that world so with that episode number 189 of stream of thought we hope you enjoy <laughs>
0: several months because the the boots that I had, they kind of looked like Chucka boots. The Clarks shoes that I had, the I've told my shoestring story before where the shoestrings were old. I took some off of a demo at JCPenney and those strings are even now worn down and I don't have shoestrings for these one particular shoes that I have that took me forever to find shoestrings in the first place and now those are going bad and so I'm not using them. Anyway, I order a pair of Tom's Shoes. They come in. I get the box. It looks super cool. And I don't put them on right away because for some reason I was like, I'm going to wait until, you know, I'm going to have an inaugural walk. But I'm not going to – I'm not ready for that right now. And I, um, the shoebox looks so cool that I almost wanted to take all this other stuff that I have in a different shoebox and put it in that one. And I was like, no, I'll wait. Good thing I did because I put the shoes on and they're way too big. And the website says true to sizing because you know how some shoes vary just a little bit in size. So I get a size 12. That's what my shoes are for my running shoes. And that's what my shoes are for my, my boot size for my skate. That's the size of the Clarks. Shoes that I have, so I order a 12. It comes in the mail. I put it on. It's too big. I'm like, what the heck? And then I notice, wait a minute, because I was thinking, do I need 11 and a half or 11? I look at the shoe, and I'm like, wait a minute. The shoe says it's 11 and a half. I, I ordered a 12. The box says 12. The shoe inside is 11 half. and if you didn't uh, tell me, like, the numbers, I just saw the shoe for face value, I would have thought this thing was, like, a size 13 because this shoe is way too big. I don't understand how they do their sizing. So uh, I'm like, crap, I need to return this, and it comes in a box, Right. I ordered it through the Tom's website, but I think it came in an Amazon box or something. I don't know. But what happened, I took that box. I put it in recycling like a few days after I got it. So I go back out to go get the box. I think it's because it was the same day, right? A few days later is when I finally was fucking around with the shoes. I put the box in recycling because I had other recycling that I had to get rid of. I go back outside. It just so happened to be trash day. That recycling dumpster is totally empty. So I'm like, No. So I dilly-dallied for like another three or four days, and I finally went on the website to look at the return policy. They're going to take it back. I don't have to pay shipping. But I ordered a new pair on the website, the same pair, this time size 11, so I'm gonna wait for that to come in. Use that box, that brown packaging box, to return the old ones. <laughs>
1: that is the scariest thing, bro, of trying to order sh- like shoes of all things on the internet. I mean, I I, and I will I'll I'll give you kind of my my story that actually didn't turn out horribly. Where my parents, I I'd mentioned that my shoe my dress shoes had been falling apart, and so. My parents decided to get me shoe, like dress shoes for Christmas, and I have always been super skeptical about like, getting shoes that I haven't been able to try on and see if they fit in the first place. They came in, I, put, I tried putting them on, I had to use the shoehorn to like get them on my feet. It's like, oh, this is going to be way too small, it's going to be way too small. After a day of walking around with them, they stretch out enough, perfect size. I was like, oh, okay, so maybe it is possible. I don't know. That's crazy, though. That would have frustrated me so much. Because, I mean, if it's just a little bit too small, maybe it can stretch out just a little bit. But if it's too big, I mean, you're shit of luck.
0: Well, I'm I'm pressing my thumb at the end where the toes are. And I think to myself, you know, they always say leave a little bit of, leave a little bit of space. And I was like, I don't know. I think this is too much space. And then I stand up, right? I stand up just to get a look at where my toes are and, like, take two steps. I'm like, yep, these are definitely way too big. There is no way that I'm going to be able to wear these comfortably on a regular basis. But I've been needing shoes because it's been kind of cold being between, you know, 50 and 60 degrees sometimes in the day. And so I keep looking at my – keep. I don't know why I'm looking at my all my shoes while I'm telling this. I keep catching myself doing that. Anyway – I needed shoes because I had tennis shoes like the Adidas sneakers for working out or for running, but I can't wear that with an outfit. Like I'm not going to be that's fucking stupid. I need real shoes and my other nice shoes, the shoes the like I said the shoestrings are all worn out and so I cut them to try and fuck around with it, but they're too short. They look like, you know, baby shoestrings. Like if I if I saw myself walking out <laughs> with those shoes with the shoestrings so tiny, and all Mickey Mouse I would look you know look at the size of the shoe strings and the tie the tie job proportionate to the size of the shoe and the stature of the man if i saw myself wearing those i would think this guy has a fucking baby dick like that like it, it, it's so emasculating when i saw myself wearing them i was like this is ridiculous i cannot go out like this but i did last night because it was nighttime and so i no one saw my shoes but you know you got to keep those things in mind. No one said looking good was easy, and I need a pair of shoes that look well with any outfit that don't make me look like a moron. So that is I why know, I ordered the Tom shoes.
1: I know we've talked about this before. How many pairs of shoes do you have currently?
0: How many do you think I have? How many pairs? How many pairs of? Uh, we'll make it easier. Footwear. Just say footwear. In well, yeah, you're in LA,
1: so you would not have boots. Uh, I would guess.
0: 12 or 13. Wow. You're. Wow. No freaking way would I ever have that many. I have one pair of. Actually, I have one pair of Adidas sandals. One pair of rainbow sandals. Those are like (laughs) flip flops. Okay. My running shoes. My Clark's boots, which are, like, shoes. And then I have a pair of dress shoes.
1: Only five?
0: And that's not including the new pair of Tom's shoes that I'm getting, so six.
1: Well, I think that your, your masculinity uh, little gear just went up one in my book, so good for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't that's... have that many.
1: I I well, it's interesting too because I actually I wore these today and I was I was lifting them up earlier where these the, these are the shoes that I'm I actually ran in these yesterday where you've got it's literally falling apart by the seams and I haven't gone to Kohl's yet. My brother gave me a fifty dollars Kohl's gift card to go get new shoes and I've been too much of a coward to actually go in the store and try them out and I don't want to order them online. I'm not that brave.
0: Yeah, well it was between those ordering online and buying a pair at Target, which I actually saw because I went there to just check it out, and there was a pair that looked super dope. And it was like this it was like thirty bucks. It was like the same price as these other shoes pretty much. But it was the Target brand. But they looked really good. And I'm and I'm thinking like who fucking cares, dude? I've gotten some stuff from Target or wherever, and it's like so awesome. And so I thought maybe these shoes would be good, but I didn't want to risk it because when I buy shoes, I'm willing to spend extra money knowing that the shoes will last several years. And Target shoes, I don't know how long are, how long until they fall apart. One year, two years. Like they two look years. dope now, but like I don't know. Less than that, they're Target shoes. I don't. Yeah, I'd rather go with a brand that is whose business it is to make shoes they'll probably last a lot longer
1: and i, I also will empathize with the whole baby laces where it just like you're you're trying to figure out a way to like tie the the shoelaces when there's only like two inches of
0: actual they're not e- dude the loops are like that big when i was they're like an inch like... maybe less than an inch long just the loops it's
1: trying, trying just t- tiny fingers trying to make it happen. Uh, yeah,
0: dude, and I'm fucking I it was it was giving me trouble because I I have little fingers and I can move things around but even that was giving me trouble. But not more trouble than the fucking self-checkout at Target the other day. So, oh no. I'm there I'm not buying the shoes. I'm doing other stuff. Dude, it was so annoying. So there's no they don't have cat uh, registers there they just have they have six self checkout lanes and then three registers that are for returns with customer service so I go there dude and uh, of the checkout lanes only three of them only three of them are working so I'm standing there waiting and of course like I freaking hate people that Don't have a sense of urgency. They're like taking their – like be aware of your surroundings, dude. There's people waiting to use a thing, and you're taking your sweet time. So that started to bother me because it started to be several minutes that I was standing there. When you're standing to wait for a self-checkout register and you're standing there for like four or five minutes, that is a very long time. That is a long time for self-checkout. So finally one of them opens up. I go to it. And then what happens? It freezes while I'm typing my PIN number in. And so the person comes over to help me. And immediately within seconds I realize they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And it took me back to my days when I at Sprouts and they were like the reg- well when the register doesn't work, there's protocol, you reset, like there's something I know what to do. This person didn't know what to do, like she's pressing the button. Hmm, hmm do it like she almost like if I were the employee in my head, I know I can't fix this, but I'm doing things to make it look like I know how to try and fix it. You know, to help alleviate, help the customer feel like they're being helped. And so I was like, whatever, I'm just going to go over here and use this one. And she's like, thanks. I'll have to call someone over. So now, of the six self checkout uh, lanes, only two of them are working. So I'm at one. I act. I'm only buying four items. And one of the items I added twice by accident, it's a $3 item. It was Ego waffles. Oh, and I hit God. void. Please wait for assistance. For a, I'm uh, yes, voiding one service. fucking yeah. item, yeah. and it cost $3. Why do I need to wait for someone? I'm and there. I'm looking around because I don't hear a sound. I'm like, usually there's like a sound or something, and then there's a light flashing. And I'm looking where the lady is because usually my experience is when anytime that happens, like at Walmart or somewhere or at the grocery store, my experience when it's like someone will be right with you, boom, someone already sneaks up on you. I'm like, oh wow, this is quick. And so I look over; she's still screwing around with the uh, with the computer pad with the previous thing, you know, across the way. I'm like, really, you're still? I know you can't fix it. You need to reset this motherfucker. Why are you trying to still press buttons? And so I'm sitting there, and I'm debating on the following options. Do I wait for someone to help me? Do I just leave that there and walk out? Or do I just walk out with the items and not pay for it? <laughs> that was a serious consideration. Are you kidding me? No, it yeah, wasn't. Yeah, because I, so, no, I was it so done with I was so over it. I didn't care. Obviously, that's not the right thing to do, but that was a consideration of mine. Luckily, this other kid who was super nice – like snuck up on me and he was like, "Oh, do you need help? Oh, here you go." I didn't even see him, and so he, and so he, uh, deleted it. But dude, my mood complete. I had a complete 180 mood swing within seven minutes,
1: bro. I I have been there, especially with the like the personal checkout things, where if something goes wrong, suddenly. Unless there's somebody who's kind of hovering in the background, which I do feel like Walmart, they always have somebody just hovering in the back waiting for one of those lights to go on. Target, I have found to be a very, very different experience where you will, I have, I have waited up to like seven minutes for somebody to come and just like scan, turned on, stuff like that. It is so, I, yes, that has changed my mood entirely where I'm just like, oh, you know, just going about my day, doing my thing. And suddenly that happens, and I'm there for seven minutes, like, what the
0: fuck? Because like, I didn't really? have cash. Otherwise, I would have, uh, you know, <laughs> just put some – I would have been like, I'm putting the <sighs> money here. I'm done with this, and I walk out. I don't That's care. That's interesting.
1: I I would wonder what would happen with that if you just laid down the cash. It's not my ion. problem
0: that the system doesn't work or if someone steals it. I did my part. Here's the fucking money. Someone take it. Figure it out yourself. I'm leaving. You paid for it, Yeah.
1: Oh, man, that is so frustrating.
0: Yeah, but not as frustrating as how I felt with myself this morning after I realized I had a snack attack in the middle of the night. (laughs) The the stuff that I bought, I bought uh, from Target. I I can't remember what I went in there for. Oh, I went in there for like (laughs) – I went in there just for like a drink out of uh, of, like the little cooler. But then I saw Goldfish Crackers – gelato and ego chocolate chip ego waffles and so i bought those they're all gone this was yesterday at what? like this was yesterday late afternoon i ate some of the waffles and goldfish and gelato and i ate it all in like three sittings three separate sittings and i told myself just a little bit and then the next time a little bit and then the next time it was gone
1: and was, was, the, was, the most, was, the, was the most damage done at night?
0: No, I think it was all equal parts. But in my brain, I didn't realize it because I was <laughs> just telling myself – because, you know, you eat some crackers and then you sit down and then you're like, I think I'll have just a little bit more. I think I'll just have just a little bit more. So three sure. separate instances. And the gelato was so delicious, dude. It was like chocolate mousse and then vanilla and then like these cooked chocolate cookie crumbles and there was some – fudge and it was all in layers and the lego waffles or ego, ego waffles I said, I said lego the lego waffles.
1: bro those those things are like cookies when you when you toast them right and just put a little bit of butter on them mm. a little, Dude, little biscuit delicious. or something they're um freaking absolutely delicious so remind me about uh shamrock shakes later but i will say that i have had this thing in the past i don't know past couple of months or whatever where i'll go to walgreens just to get various things see see on the shelf oh look pringles like three cans of pringles for four dollars or something like that oh okay well it's on sale so might as well buy these three cans of pringles within like two days they're gone (laughs) <laughs> like at night, I'm just snacking on them. Snacking, I was like, "Wait, yeah, I just dude. I just went through an entire can of Pringles." Are you freaking yeah. kidding me? No, what? No wonder I put on a couple of pounds during this fucking quarantine period. But, bro, it just it sneaks up on you. Uh, like I went when and I'll every once in a while too. I'll do like sweets, like a like Jelly Bellies or Starburst or something like that. And I realize <laughs> within, like, three days, I've completely destroyed an entire one of those, like, big bags. Like, those Halloween candy bags that you, you throw into the bucket that I've, I've gone through that entire thing. It's like, how? Like, how, how? How is that possible? Just watching a movie or something like that? Just snack? Don't even think about it? Go on. And something like, oh, no. I should feel really bad about myself
0: right now. And then I'd do it again. Yeah, that's why I can't get snacks very often. It's weird because when I... I buy them sometimes, and I can survive without any snacks, but then when I get some, when I get just a few, they're gone within a few days.
1: You, you know what really screws me up is when they have those little sta- sale price stickers on there, like, buy two for one, or something like that. How could I resist such a temptation of an offer like that? Yeah. 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 For sure. It is, it is very frustrating. Speaking of frustrating, since we're, we're on this bend of um, frustrations in consumer services, uh, St. Paddy's Day this past week, it has been a tradition in my family. I don't know. Did you guys ever have – you're not – I mean, I, like, n- there's, no, there's no Irish in your family, right?
0: Dude, for me, St. Patrick's Day was a holiday that existed at school. We never gave – we didn't care about it. We never did anything. It wasn't, a, like, dressed up in green, but there was nothing special that was ever done at home. I don't even – honestly, I don't even think of it as a holiday.
1: Have you ever had corned beef
0: and cabbage? I think. I don't know, but I've never okay, eaten it. but it's – I don't – I've never – I mean, I've never eaten it on, I know I've never eaten it on St. Patrick's Day. I know that.
1: Okay. Well – so it's been a tradition in my family since I can remember, since I was like five years old. Uh, we would always do corned beef, cabbage, and then potatoes and carrots, like straight up Irish. And I think I'm maybe what, eight, nine percent Irish at the most.
0: Where do you get that number? I knew you were going to say some number. Whenever people talk about their ancestry, I'm like, where do you get these numbers from? Are these and just
1: dot com, baby? Okay. Uh, actually, my my sister my sister had a. Um, DNA test done on her, like, whatever, DNA. And it came out with the the proportion. I don't know, honestly, I don't know how accurate it was, because my mom has said, oh, we're, you know, she's 50% Irish, uh, Polish, and so that means I should be 25% Polish. It comes out that I'm only, like, 12% Polish, right? and then 8% Irish, uh, based off of the DNA sample that my sister sent in. I'm like, whoa, this is totally a game changer. I grew up thinking, like, I'm a Polak. And, I mean, obviously, my face and all the moles on my body prove some of that. But to figure that, oh, I'm, I'm not as Polish as I thought.
0: It doesn't work like that. Like, your brother or sister can have more polish blood in them than you it doesn't work like the way that you think it does like okay grandma grandpa great grandma great okay you know these four divided by two, okay 25 percent, 20 percent, or whatever it is
1: we're we are more welsh english welsh than we are polish like that was kind of the biggest shock because my grandparents immigrated from england so, or great great grandparents so yeah it I, I that was kind of a mind blown type thing but we still adhere to a lot of the customs of both the Polish and Irish traditions and i think our family likes to play that up quite a bit so i've never really made too much of a thing with that and will throw out there oh you know i'm i'm polish you know a little bit of irish too but
0: the reality is yeah yeah less but how less does ancestry.com Anc- uh, Anc- whatever the hell it's called ancestry.com how do they even know what's the protocol do you send them you know a urine sample or a blood or blood sample like how does this not I urine sample, sample like how, or a hair follicle you know what i'm saying like how do they they do some science i don't
1: know you you, you spit in a cup and they analyze it i don't know i, I fuck if i know the process but yeah i, I think that you submit just a, a piece of your dna i don't i don't know what that means my sister did it i I have no idea how accurate it actually is. Or but. is it like
0: you answer some questions online and then it's like you're a 9% per- – based on the your response, you're no, 9% no, Polish. No. Like in no. high school, those stupid career software things, based <laughs> on your answers, you're possible be... careers for you would be lawyer, police officer, you Gunmage know, or collector. something like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I, I, remember, I... I remember back during those tests that there were a couple of people who got like – um, like, sanitary worker as their as their ideal career
0: path. <laughs> I hated doing all of that stuff in high school. I hated all of the stuff related to, like, finding a career and that shit. So Shamrock Shake. So you said, remind you about Shamrock Shake. What's up with that?
1: So anyway, yeah, with the whole Irish stuff, we'd had the – and actually, too, this is the first time that I've done this with the corned beef and cabbage. Kind of turned out mixed. So I had never made corned beef before. Um, I was over with my parents. They got this huge slab of like four pounds of corned beef. And so it had to get put in to the slow cooker for eight hours, something like that. All the vegetables, potatoes, carrots, et cetera. And that turned out fine. Cabbage kind of, kind of. Uh, they said to put the cabbage on top of it afterwards for the last two hours. It ended up being like very rubbery and stringy. And to wrap it all up, overall a good meal. To wrap it up, I said I would get shamrock shakes for the family. My dad obviously didn't want one, so I end up driving to a McDonald's. He doesn't like shakes. Why didn't he want one? He's not a sweet person. He he is he is not a fan of sweets at all. Neither is so. my dad. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So, it has been a tradition since we, like, my brother, sister, and I were in junior high school when we would go to my grandmother's house and we'd all get uh, shamrock shakes for St. Patty's Day. And apparently my brother and my sister have this competition as to who can get the shamrock shake the fastest and send a picture to each other. And they've been doing that for a couple years. And so... Here I go to the nearby McDonald's and try for the first time to do this McDonald's mobile app thing where you can order on your phone. I don't know. Is that super common, by the way, to order on an app and just show up and have people? Because I don't go out much when it comes to ordering food. I'm assuming everyone does that now. Yeah. So end up waiting in the, the parking space. And obviously, it's probably about 7 o'clock, so a lot of cars coming through. And all I'm ordering is three medium shamrock shakes. And I'm just waiting there and waiting there. And they said, when when you place the order, it says, your order should be out in five minutes. Five minutes passes. Ten minutes pass. Fifteen minutes pass. Twenty minutes pass. Twenty-five minutes pass. And no I'm thinking to myself, way. three... Fucking shamrock shakes are you kidding me at 27 minutes someone comes out and uh passed through the window and said here and that's it and they walked out and turned i look at it it's like 20 percent melted already so apparently it was just sitting there and no one decided to come out i was like like I, I I didn't really know how to react I was like, okay, fine, just get home do it like get get over with it but I- if
0: you brought that home to me if I was Robert and you brought me home a melted milkshake, I would have freaking went off on you I would have been so pissed because the correct course of action I have I'm sorry I have to interject I have to interject the correct course of action would have been to get out of the car and be like Gone to McDo- gone into the McDonald's site this is unacceptable I've been waiting 27 minutes this is half melted make the you know be be as nice as you can be about it you know make make these right now and give them to me stop everything that you're doing make these and, and then bring home. The properly made shakes. What did and you? But you didn't do that. You fucked it up. I can already tell by looking at your eyes. Just looking at your face, you're like, nope, nope. I didn't do that, Victor. I fucked it up even more. So, you go home. You bring the melted milkshakes home. What happens next? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's super anticlimactic. I mean, it wasn't. It. It's more about the sentiment than anything else. But at the same time. Yeah, like I was as I was as I was driving home, I looked over to the milkshakes because after almost a half an hour of waiting, I'm just like I wanna get out of here. Like, I've been waiting here for fucking twenty five minutes for something. Just give me it, let me go, let me get out of here. And I have not gotten into the habit because I don't order out much and I don't order on mobile apps or stuff like that. What was I going to do? Get back in line beti- behind like 15 cars and go and say, "Oh, hey, because the interior was shut down, so you couldn't go inside." So you'd have to go back in, you know, back into the line. Like what was the the course of remedy? Yeah, you and hold up
0: the line because everyone then knows that McDonald's yeah, I fucked mean, up. It, well
1: it's the same thing too. I don't know. I, I can't remember if we talked about this on the last episode with the the uh, utility companies outside the front <laughs> of my parents' yeah. house. And it's it's just one of those things where you know you the the person who's doing the job fucks up, and they say sorry, we can't do anything about it. You know, you gotta wait your turn in line to like get fixed again, when it is actually their fault for that happening. You know what? There, there is very little that I find that I can do to make make that a better situation than it turned out. I, well, I'm, now you I'm know. Not, for I'm next not going to scream and shout. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be like. <laughs> I'm going to throw the. You don't have to scream and shout. You just have to uh, when you yeah. get.
0: You just look like these. These are melted. I need. Just say it like that. These are melted. I need new ones. What thing to say? Yeah. They're no. They're good. Like you. It's obvious that it's melted. But I went to McDonald's because I had to. Um, I had pick, I was picking up like a Postmates delivery or something like that. And dude, it's so annoying those places where you see something. It's like I think that might be my order, and it's just sitting there. But dude, there was like three or four employees walking around. A couple of them even looked at me. No one ever bothered to be like, "Oh, what can I help you with?" Bitch, I'm fucking standing in the designated area, specific. For picking up food, and there is a bag sitting on the counter that everyone can see, that has closed and has stickers over it, stickers over it, the protective seal. It's very clear. This is a bag that is going, that was made for an online order. Take the bag and give it to me. And it's almost like you just like scream. Not
1: one person, not one person has the initiative to be able to say, oh. Hey, are you waiting for something? Oh, that's your bag? Let me give yeah. it to you, and let's move on with our day.
0: And when you see someone blow up in at a retail place or you see someone that's crazy or you see them on the internet, like, now you know why. It's little tiny things that <laughs> bubble up and get blown out of proportion
1: yeah what, what do they call that? it's it, this isn't the right term, but it, it's it's parallel to that the the microaggressions those little things that just keep because in my brain I was like
0: I up. shouldn't the the thing to do is just say, hey, you know take the initiative to say to get someone's attention but because I'm the customer I'm saying they're like I shouldn't have to. they should fucking see me so I was that was self-sabotage. Right, and when someone blow – if someone were to, I didn't blow up, but if someone were to blow up like that, it's because they're not speaking their mind and immediately when something might be bothering them and they let it bottle up. Yeah, yeah, that, right? that is totally the case. Because yep. if I were to blow up and blame them and call them a bunch of lazy-ass employees and that's why they're working at McDonald's and this and that, <laughs> it's because I didn't say, excuse me, I need help. I just sat there waiting for someone to try and help me and – I created this false expectation, and when it wasn't met, I got upset. Well, and and here's the thing,
1: too, that I think about – sorry, I don't know if you were going to transition or anything. No, but go ahead. if – I don't know for you when it comes to in the moment what you should say versus what you think about you should say afterwards. I am not somebody to actually engage in that moment where it's – I think to myself – If I had an extra 30 seconds or 60 seconds to think about what would be a good response to this, I normally just keep silent. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh, fuck, I missed my opportunity just to, like, not be rude or not be, you know, aggressive or anything, but just be, hey, these shakes are melted. Please, you know, do it again kind of thing. Only 30 seconds after they're gone, it's like, oh, fuck. Well, that moment's passed. (laughs) I, that happens way too often for me where I
0: just, Uh, (laughs) (sighs) I can just think now of you now driving down the road already knowing like what happened. So Robert didn't get super pissed at you? He didn't, he said,
1: he said, he told me it's more of a tradition than anything else. So it doesn't really matter what the shake looks like. It's just, he wants to send a picture to my sister just to you know oh, do, okay. do do the tradition so I it wasn't I it wasn't be. that big of an issue and
0: but man i would have I, been so pissed i would have been so mad at you if you did that to me <laughs> <laughs> i would be furious <laughs>
1: Bro, it was a gift. It was
0: it was something nice to do. I know, like, right? Like, Beggars you know. can't be choosers. Beggars you don't have to choosers. pay for it. It's a gift. But still, it's like I would have. That's a situation I've had. I'm, I'm trying to think of some off the top of my head, but I've had several situations where I'm in a scenario where I am the receiver of something that is a gift or some something that's free or you know it doesn't cost me anything in terms of money or even non money. And it's like I get something that is subpar, and I'm like, awesome. I would have rather just been not given this or told about this or been included in this. I would have much rather gone on with my life having not been introduced to the idea of getting this, and it's something that is a piece of crap or a shitty situation or whatever. Now
1: it feels like there's an obligation on your part to be the grateful recipient of a gift that – is. Well, I
0: was telling you one time when uh, I went over to Neil's house after like we were at the gym, and then he's like, "Oh, why don't you come home? I'll make us something to eat." And I'm like, "I'm really hungry, dude." I'm like, "I'm really hungry." He's like, "No, it'll be." He goes, "No, it'll be quick. It'll be a good. It'll be a good home cooked meal." So I go over. And he's, like, cutting up the sweet potato and doing this and that. And I'm like, dude, I am so fucking hungry right now. He's like, chill, bro. You got to chill. Relax. It's going to be good food. And I'm just like, dude, you're putting this shit in the oven? Stab the motherfucker with a knife and throw it in the microwave for five minutes. Like, that's a situation where I was like, I I am uh, – thank you for the thoughtful uh, – I. Thoughtful idea of this, but I would have rather just not accepted this. I'm so, I'm just so hungry right now. I can't wait. I don't care who's making the food. I like. I need a Jimmy John sandwich or Subway right now. That's the only thing that will make me. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, when when that moment comes, yeah. It's, but it's hard. It's hard to and I like <laughs> just talking about Neil like yeah, uh I you know, not having dinner or whatever coming over to Neil's house and and just oh, you know, we we got all this food and If it's unexpected,
0: uh, I don't if it's unexpected, I don't care for sure. But because I was coming home from the gym, we just finished the gym. I still I had needed to eat anyway. I'm like I'm ready for I need something now. You know, but and then
1: suddenly, it suddenly becomes a, a gourmet meal that's in process that'll take forty
0: five minutes. To it was a good complete. meal, but I was in a lot of pain. I was just like, oh, <laughs> "I need food now." Because when you get hungry, you get angry. It, yeah. mean, <laughs> <it's>,
1: <laughs> yes. Or, or a little more emotional, emotionally volatile yeah. is what I what I view myself as. Yeah. The uh, the whole wedding um, ministry stuff that it's getting to a point right now where today I am just setting aside the day to create like an Excel sheet where I normally record the conversations that I have with them just to play it back later and see if there's any details and stuff that I missed. But there have been what like five or six different conversations I've had over the past week for weddings and. You know, in the past, last year, it was just one couple, Randall and Karen, who I had married, and so that was super easy to keep in my mind. And now I'm getting all these different stories, and narratives, and reasons where they're going with the progressive Catholic Church. It's like, oh my god, they're all blending together. Like, what day is what? Just I'm so I don't Dude, know. Dude, the, the one oh. thing
0: you do not want to do is mix up uh, couples, like mix up stories or information. And then it makes them feel less special. You know what I'm saying? Because Obviously. it's such a close, intimate relationship, and it's a big day, a big part of their lives and their family. And if you say something like, oh, you know, oh, Kelly, yeah, so what was the story you were telling me about the time you went mountain climbing? And she's like, I never went mountain climbing. And then you're <laughs> like, oh, fuck, sorry yeah get a notebook or like a binder get a binder so you have tabs so you can write everything about them when you're talking
1: and well and that's kind of the beauty too and i don't know the the efficacy or ethical nature of recording these conversations because it's just for myself like just to play back and make sure i didn't miss anything because i'm i'm writing stuff down on this notepad right here but I can't catch everything, and so for me it's fine,
0: just, yeah,
1: locking everything down to make sure that I'm not kind of crossing wires because now it feels like i'm I'm shooting in like five different directions, especially as couples are asking to confirm or uh have extra questions that I might have answered for another couple. And it's like, wait didn't I talk to the you guys about that? No, i didn't okay, now I gotta redo that as opposed to. <sighs> yeah, figuring it out. A lot of chaos. A lot of chaos. Well, at least you're keeping busy. <laughs> I'm busy? Dude, it is going to be interesting to see what happens in, like post-June when my weddings start going on. I think the first one is like late June, and then trying to figure out whether or not I'm going to be commuting
0: or sticking around on the East Coast during some of these consolidated days. Well, you know what you should do? So how many weddings do you have right now so far that are for certain? Four. Oh, okay. So that's good. For for this coming year. It's, it's not overwhelming. I'm, I'm still waiting on two. But. Get a binder and then get tabs and then write the date of the wedding on the tabs. So then you know in chronological order and then you can be like, oh, you know, whatever. Uh, July 12th. That's, you know – Kelly and Ryan and that or whatever. like so then you can think of them in terms of the date because a date is more is easier if you look at the date and use it as the first filter that's probably easier than like keeping track of people's names and faces. you know Yeah. And that way and then instead of having a legal pad where it's like where're all my notes, you have everything right there in that tab for that particular couple.
1: That actually i I like that idea, and getting organized it's been a while since I've gotten organized uh, i'm I try to do that virtually with like Excel sheets and uh, you know my Google Calendar and stuff like that, but yeah I and you you preach this too with the value of having a hard copy of something that always yes. is like a little more effective than just
0: it's also nice because kind of you're writing it so it helps you remember things.
1: And I forget too. I mean, it's been so long since I've actually written stuff down on paper. Aside from dude, me.
0: writing stuff down feels great, especially it when you have a gel pen. You feel like such a professional <laughs> with the gel pens. Yeah.
1: Yeah, buddy. We got we got the same. We I think we got the same kind. Yeah.
0: And what's great is when you're when you're when you first start writing. And sometimes I look at my handwriting. I'm like, man, my handwriting looks freaking awesome right now and i got this gel pen and i'm ready to write on, on on this paper on all my notes and then sometimes when i'm getting busy i'm like uh-oh i've done too much writing because my handwriting has gone to crap yeah right scrant when you're scrambling i've never been a neat neat handwriter
1: which is why i've all because even after looking at some of the things that i wrote like what the hell was i trying to write i i can't make out these words or even Mm -hmm. letters in this word so yeah cool work in progress it always is
0: well continue to keep me up to speed on all of that do you have anything else you want to add
1: no i think i think that's pretty much it
0: all right we're gonna wrap it up then with episode number 189 until next time until next time